everybody, and welcome to another episode of another film podcast. My name is Tierney. My name is Colin. My name is Matt. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> that reminds me of some character, but I can't think of who off the top of my head. SNL introduced a new character uh, from one of the new cast members named Aristotle... I forget his last name, but he does a character now called Angelo, uh, who is a singer who can sing any song based on one word, and the catchphrases are, say for me, say for me, and then uh, every song ends with, tonight, and it's very funny, and it's stuck in my head, and that's what I was trying out today. I didn't even know that SNL was still on. Turns out, this last episode with Rami Malek, one of the best episodes I've seen in maybe years. It's shocking. It was very funny. Did he throughout. play a wet towel in every scene? <laughs> Damn. Why'd you, why you gotta burn him like that? But uh, no, he actually had a lot of charisma. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. To, so, to our listener, that was a reference to the new James Bond movie. Yeah, Tierney is not a fan of his villain. No. Acting. I think that that two-hour, 45-minute movie could have been about two and a half hours if he spoke at a reasonable pace. I think we can cut that down even further. (laughs) Two two hours 20? (laughs) If it wasn't just dead air and whispers. Dead air. (laughs) Anyway. Dead air and whispers was actually the name of uh, a Death Cab album. Really? No. I mean, no, but it easily could have been, and I wouldn't be surprised if it is at some point in the future. <laughs> but yeah, oh. so we're not talking about James Bond, though. Well, we though, will later, I'm sure. Yeah, I was going to say, though that will eventually come, come be relevant. We'll come, come full circle on the James Bond. Come full circle. Come. Did you know that comes another name for semen? Is it? Yeah, I read that in uh, Wikipedia somewhere. Wow. I thought it was just the sperm. No, no, so yeah. It's, it's everything, the it's the thing. whole milkshake. Yeah, it's for the goo and the swimming parts. <laughs> the tapioca balls and the, 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 the swishy liquid. And the pudding. Yeah. Christ. <laughs> The tapioca balls and the pudding. Yep. Are you guys? This is a quick tangent. Are you guys familiar with the uh, sparkling water brand called Waterloo? (laughs) I. I mean, when you say it, I'm aware, but it makes me think of the ABBA song. Same. Yeah. Yeah, which is a great song, (laughs) or or the battle at Waterloo. But anyway, I'm I'm not familiar. (laughs) (laughs) I mentioned it on a date, and uh, please feel free to stop me if I've told you guys this already. No. They were like, oh, Waterloo sounds like toilet water. And I was like, it is. It's toilet water. It's like, uh, you know, bubble tea, how you have, like, the straw goes into the water. And then you have the little balls in the bottom. <laughs> oh, God. He almost threw up, and I thought it was the funniest. <laughs> Wait, why is it gross? I missed something. Because it's, like, poo in a toilet bowl. <laughs> It's like the oh. bubble tea with the tapioca balls. Oh my god! It's not. It's not anywhere close to the same. And trust me. Oh. 
Remember in Austin Powers when he drinks the diarrhea? <laughs> no, I don't, actually. I don't remember that, and I really wish you hadn't said it, because I gagged a little bit. He finishes off a big cup, and he goes, mm, nutty. <laughs> oh, that sounds familiar, actually. He's like, this coffee yeah. tastes like shit. He's like, Austin, oh. it is shit. He's oh, like, oh, no. good, it's not just me. <laughs> Austin Powers is the best comedy. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that somewhere too. Yeah. On Wikipedia somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh God. All right. Anyway, Tyrion. Speaking of the best no. comedy, <laughs> what are we watching this week? Matt, what? Well, what did you choose? Tell us more about it. This week, I chose for us to watch <clears throat> "A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night," the Iranian vampire movie does she walk home or does she just walk alone at night she just like aimlessly wanders around no i meant like is the title a girl walks alone at night yeah a girl walks home alone at night is oh it is home alone yeah yeah but not home alone Alone. (laughs) it's of the McAllister family oeuvre Uh, she's a distant cousin who lives in iran they went to iran one year for christmas and just left her there yeah, they're like, we're visiting an old family member that we haven't seen in years. And she's like, I'm going to drink all these motherfuckers up. Oh, my God. Their blood. Um, but yeah, I chose I chose this movie. I love, yeah. I love the idea of a vampire saying, I'm going to drink all these motherfuckers up. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, I chose this movie, uh, one, uh, because Iranian cinema is, like, pretty critically beloved, uh, like, a lot of the movies that have, uh, that I've heard of from Iran have been really interesting, uh, uh, I'm trying to, I, political isn't the right word, but, like, commentary films, they, like, seem to have something to say, um, I believe a separation, I was gonna say. Uh, which was in the first uh, film festival that we had he, uh, together, uh, is I think is a fantastic movie. And uh, I was like, well, might as well keep with the trend of Iranian cinema. And uh, I'd heard this movie was really good and um, very stylish, and uh, it has uh, a female director, which I thought was really cool as well. Um, which I'm forgetting the name right. Anapur, I know, is the last name. Yeah, Anna Lily Armorpour. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I wanted to, you know, support uh, a woman director's vision and watch uh, the movie. And, yeah, I uh, I had only heard of it, so I hadn't seen it before today when we are recording. Oh, I thought you had. before we started. No. Uh, so this is my first time seeing it. And, uh I'm going to save my opinion until I hear your opinion. <laughs> so, as the Joker says in The Dark Knight, here we go. Which which Joker? The Joker is the only person who's ever said that, by the <laughs> way. Is, uh, and it's, That's trademarked. And it's the, yeah, it's the Cesar Romero uh, Batman Joker <laughs> from the 1960s television show. It's the best one. It is. Right up there with George Clooney's Batman. Um, so yeah, I uh, I thought it was a good movie, but uh, I do want to, I think, talk more about 
the overall uh, impact of it. Uh, and I'd love to hear your perspectives. And if you'd heard about the movie before, I don't know where you guys kind of came from for this particular movie. But uh, yeah, who wants to share? <laughs> what if neither of us Tyrion said just anything? gestured <laughs> towards Colin. What if neither of us said anything? It's yeah. just like that. I guess like this would be the shortest episode we've done of yet. Dead air, and then Matt's like, "I'm finished." <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I mean, I'd heard of it before. I'd never seen it. Um. I was excited to watch it because I have not been watching a lot of scary movies this October, and so I was like, "Oh, cool! I can put another horror movie on the list." Um. And I thought it was very well made. But I, I was just kind of like, okay, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that, like it didn't. I don't think it will stick with me. Like I'm not mad that I watched it, and again, I did think it was very well made, um, and it looked cool, and there were some like fun parts of it. But like on the whole, I was just kind of like, yeah, all right, that was fine. Yeah, it's interesting <clears throat> that you said you haven't been watching a lot of scary movies this Halloween season because you kept that going. And this was not a scary yeah, movie. I was going to say, this like... This was all, just a movie with a vampire. All the quote-unquote horror movies I've watched this month have just really not been horror movies. So. Yeah. Uh. Keeping that going. Uh, well, that's funny you mention it, because that first uh, <clears throat> kill uh, yeah. was revolting. And I thought of <laughs> this... finger? Just fucking disgusting. I did not oh need to God. see the finger coming out of her mouth. But then she like let alone she like in. plays around like she yeah, takes I it out and then she stopped watching because it was fucking disgusting. <laughs> and I was just like, when you were like, <clears throat> it was unnecessary gore, and oh I do not God. care for it. And I was like, is this whole fucking movie gonna be like this? Because I'm just gonna be so mad this whole podcast. But it wasn't. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I thought. Uh, I suppose like I mean it was. Like, it wasn't a bad movie, but it was by no means my favorite movie. Um, Like, there were things uh, that I really liked about it and things that I was like, I feel like you could have... Mostly, I'm like, could have done a lot more with just killing bad guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that kind of just, like, fell away. And then, uh, what was the other thing? Well, I agree with... Because, like, I mean, that's a fun premise, right? And, like... Oh, I, no, the ahead. other the other thing was just I thought the pacing was like super slow. Uh-huh. Yeah, I considered watching this. Mo- <laughs> I, I considered takes- watching this movie at like nine thirty last night, like starting it at nine thirty, and it's only like an hour and a half. So like that's not yeah, for me. Like, for me, it's not, not that late. <laughs> but that I was, I was watching it this afternoon at like four p.m. and I was like. Oh God! Think like if I would have tried to watch this at nine thirty last night, I definitely would have just fallen asleep. Yeah, like it takes like in terms of script pacing, you're supposed to like have turning points and everything within like the first eighteen pages, and it's like the first dude doesn't even get killed. I looked and it was like twenty seven minutes, and I was like, what? It, what have I been watching? <laughs> When you texted us to be like, this movie's disgusting, I hope it doesn't stay this gross, and, and then you're like, it's mostly the first 30 minutes, by the time that finger got It's just off, that one moment. I was like, wait a minute, what is she even talking? Same. Nothing's happened. <laughs> and also, this isn't even that gross or bloody Same. or anything. And I was like, 
Is there more? No, was it I was just attention? that. I didn't want to spoil it. And so I was just like, this is fucking gross because it's gross. T-Girl, you got to watch more people get their fingers bit off. <laughs> you got to get desensitized to that because fingers are bit off every day, you know? I don't like broken bones. This wasn't even broken. This was a clean... It, I was going to say, it seemed like sever. a clean sever. Yeah. <laughs> right on the tendon. Just a little... To bite through a bone makes me want to throw up. Just that concept. <laughs> and so I was That's like, what dogs do. <sighs> and people giving angry blowjobs. Oh. That was the other thing. It's like, I mean, there's so much. <clears throat> my voice. There's so much you could play with with this. Like the fact that that woman was giving the blowjob in the car. I was like. Oh, she's the vampire and she's going to bite his dick off. And then it didn't happen. And I was <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, I, so that was one of my problems too. I feel like the the premise of like some vigilante going after bad guys, like, I mean, we've seen it a lot before, but I, like, it's still cool. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And I just feel like it wasn't really explored that much. And also, shockingly so, right? Like, and at one point, like towards the end of the movie, she just like the vampire is just like walking around and just like kills a homeless dude, and it's like, uh, <laughs> was he bad yeah. or were you just like hungry and he was there? Because like that kind of undercuts everything else that she's <laughs> going for. And I think she did that because she was going to meet up with the guy. And so she wanted to, like, eat dinner before their date. <laughs> Which, like, I've definitely done sometimes. You're like, I gotta, like, eat a good meal so that I can eat, like, a side salad and, like, be cool. Is that, like, you know? the the food equivalent of, like... Actually, this probably isn't podcast material. We can just cut this whole bit out. <laughs> well, but now I'm um, curious. <laughs> It's basically like, is it a thing, like, would guys jerk off so they don't get a boner on a date? Exactly. Okay, that is yeah. a thing. Okay. That's, <laughs> Do you I would want say to just say that and assume? <laughs> I think mentally when I was saying that I've eaten dinner before dates, that... I'm pretty sure that's what I was actually talking about. <laughs> but in my brain, I, like, made it PG. Because, like, I eat on dates. So, you know what I don't do? Go fully loaded. That's uh, what I don't do. Is this podcast talk? I don't know. I don't this know. Is podcast talk. I think we did cross the line now. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we yeah, we can figure that out later. I can, but that uh, is like a pretty, yeah. like, there's something about Mary is a pretty, like, oh, widely right. known comedy oh, right. that many people have seen. And that particular scenario that we've been discussing plays a major role in a part of that movie. Like, an iconic role in a part of that movie, so... Yeah. yeah, I mean, whether or not we want to keep it sales. in this podcast is fine, but it's not like people haven't heard of it before. I mean, I don't really yeah, care. We're do- <laughs> yeah, we're doing that episode on There's Something About Mary, so we and gotta we, save we, all this we, jerk off and Frankenbean <laughs> material for them. Um, God. <laughs> also, um, I could not wait yeah. for that dude with the gappy mustache to just die. And I there no were, longer have to look at it anymore. There were some the choices. Sex on his throat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't want to like step on the toes of the, our later conversation, but there's a lot. Like that one character alone gave us lots of fodder for tattoo ideas. Sure oh, did. right. Oh my god, genius. 
Yeah. But we can come back. But yeah, I agree. Like the first time I saw him, I was like, what is going on with all of him? Like the tattoos, the haircut, the facial, uh, facial hair choices. Mm-hmm. It's all just so bad. And so, yeah, yeah like when I, I was like very ready for him to get got. And I feel like he didn't get got good enough. Tierney would disagree, so but like, <laughs> no, like getting I, his I finger bit of... off and then getting like his like blood sucked for a little while. I was like, no, I think he he deserved like a much more gruesome death than what he got. Yeah, more. <laughs> yeah, as long as there's no broken bones. <laughs> and I'm telling you, that finger was whole. So anyway, <laughs> if you so want fun. me conscious for this podcast, I would <laughs> cease should. and desist this discussion about broken bones. Uh, yeah, you have to send me a, a legal cease and desist if you want. Uh, <laughs> well, this is one thing we can mention that tangentially relates to broken bones is in like the first mm-hmm. 10 minutes when he punches the wall. Yeah. Like, several times. Yeah. I punches audibly, a brick wall. I audibly <laughs> doing? harumphed. And then went, I like out loud, went, men. Yep. <laughs> men would rather punch a brick wall than go, go to, to therapy. therapy. <laughs> men would rather punch a brick wall and walk around the rest of the movie in a cast <laughs> than go to therapy. One of my, I think I've, I mentioned this on episodes of the pod before, but I definitely have like mentioned it to you guys offline. But like one of my favorite things on horror movies is not necessarily, like, traditionally scary things or, like, stuff that, like, jumps out, like, jump scares. But just, like, like moments or, like, visuals that are just, like, make me tense up and just, like, make me feel really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, the only thing from this movie that gave me that visceral reaction was him punching the brick wall. I was like, oh, God, why? Like, why? <laughs> repeatedly yeah, he was acting like a real yeah he was acting like a real uh as they say in the meme world kyle uh, except instead of drywall it was a brick wall but it was like get it together man this is no way to take out your anger but also his cool ass car got taken so i'd probably do something and freak out yeah but i would do something that's actually gonna like like it, i feel like when you're that mad you just want to see things crumble but you don't want the things to cr- that crumble to be your finger bones your own hand yeah <laughs> that's when you like go to home depot and buy a bunch of light bulbs and then throw those against the brick wall have you done this? i have not done that no <laughs> <laughs> you said it like as if it were from experience i was like damn you go to aisle 14 there's a sale on no Phillips but if you go to this bulbs. home depot and talk to this guy they don't ask hook questions you up. <laughs> It's like, Dan oh, in she's the back, section. here you go. <laughs> what, what was it this week? <laughs> Got the Tierney special ready to go. It's just waiting for you at the customer service desk. <laughs> These all came uh, already broken, so <laughs> the light's not going to work anyway. So yeah, the filament's fucked, so just destroy it. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> there is a kid in my middle school who <clears throat> dared another kid to punch a brick wall, and he did it and broke his hand. And he did it oh my God. one time. Well, that's, and this guy yeah, does think, it, like, God. four times. That that was the thing that, like, I can understand, like, in a fit of rage, just, like, doing something stupid, like, punching a brick wall. But yeah. when he goes back for more, I'm like, dude, what's happening? <laughs> He's got strong bones, so he needed to go hard. <laughs> it's all that milk he uh, drinks. Yeah. So much milk. Um... 
Milk. Yeah. Milk. Uh, I think... Uh, okay, here's my opinion of the movie as a whole. Oh, yeah, we haven't even gotten dying, there yet. Right? Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, we kind of... <laughs> I, I mean, I do think it was... I think I just am aligned with you both. Is that I think it was, like, a well-crafted movie... Uh, we'll talk about the lighting probably in more detail uh, as we discuss the movie longer. But I also just thought it wasn't much of a story mm-hmm. besides, like, exactly what was happening. Like, nothing really built up towards anything. The only person that, like, even has, like, a relationship is, like, uh, Arash, Arash, who's the the handsome guy. And his father, who's the junkie, and then the relationship between them of, like, clearly he's not a good father to this guy, and clearly he will be eaten by the vampire girl. And so, like, for that to be exactly what happens, it's like, okay, well then what's even surprising about this? Like, why did we even take this long to get here? And, like, where did you come from, girl? How did you know they were there? Yeah, that's, I want to, like, we don't even know anything about her. Yeah, and she's oh, like her name is literally the girl, and she's yeah, like, like the, the one that is like yeah. this is all about. And then she and, and that cool. other woman have uh, the like prostitute. a friendship. Yeah, yeah. I feel like almost the promise of the title should have been that she makes more women vampires, and then they all mm-hmm. just start like creaming these fucking dudes and more dudes there's like very not very many characters in this but like if the girl at the club became a vampire if the prostitute became a vampire and they're just like going hog and that mass grave just keeps filling up with more and more people (laughs) then like that's at least like direction towards a climax or something and then it's like arash has to decide whether or not that's like what he wants to be in to and then could like choose that or not, but it's just like everything's kind of like easy and good. Everyone, everything works out in the end. I'm also yeah. like not that versed on vampire lore. Um, I've only seen the Twilight movies once each, so you know. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm not pulling my weight on the Twilight front, but you haven't seen Hotel Transylvania? No, no. I was waiting. This new one's supposed to come out October first, but. Mm. I was waiting for it to drop on Amazon Prime or whatever. I was just going to binge them all, but... Oh, fair, fair, fair. That's the most important vampire text. Uh, in the <laughs> yeah, at least, for, at least for Colin, ones. you know. Exactly. For, for yeah, me. Yeah. 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 It was long-awaited. <laughs> but, like, wh- why aren't there more vampires? <laughs> I guess is my... Like, where did she come from? Where did she come from? She is she she's killed all of them like d- none of them turned into vampire I, I don't that okay here's if you want to get into real vampire lore the person that you're biting has to drink of your blood in order to turn in most cases it's not like a zombie thing where you bite them and now they're on their way to becoming what you are you really have to do a transactional kind of thing of like you huh. drink a little of me i drink a little of you maybe there's some sex stuff because like vampires are always about sex stuff true, true blood is always about sex stuff exactly Here, um here's what i'll yeah. say is i find i think that i look at vampires the same way both matt and i also look at zombies which is sure boring <laughs> they are boring <clears throat> yeah you really got to do something with them to make them more interesting. 
But I agree. They're mostly boring. If, if biting and drinking blood is all that it is, it's boring. I don't care. I've seen this a million times. The only reason what we do in the shadows is a movie that I will watch is because it's people like well, mm-hmm. yeah, it was who like, are it's not, also happen to be vampires. I was just, it's not like, about they're, vampires. <laughs> yeah. They're like quabbles are like roommate quabbles. Yeah. And it's like yeah. these. this is something I can relate to. Or is this I'm just like... What is this? And why am I supposed to care? Because I don't. <laughs> yeah. I realized I'm that not, watching not it. In that camp. I was like, I, I don't I don't like vampires. I find anytime yeah. it's like, ooh, vampires, I'm like, nope. Next. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, and next. Yeah. Not a lot of Ariana Grande. <laughs> Not a lot of Ariana Grande. <laughs> there really this, wasn't. That's my main complaint. I mean, this movie, <laughs> almost not. This movie could have been better with some Ariana Grande, if we're being totally honest. Yeah. She was originally supposed to play... Uh, the girl? The dad. Of the dad? The dad. <laughs> yeah. Wait bring me in. She's a real chameleon. Yeah, she really is. Transformative. Uh, but, yeah, I just, like... Like... Okay, so the other movie that, or the other thing that this movie reminded me of, teeth. Uh, in a, what ET? I said teeth. Oh no. Oh okay. Which like teeth? There's so much more murder. Yeah. And so much more vigilante murder uh, than this movie. Yeah. Which like more of that. Yeah. Uh, but no, the other movie that this reminded me of in both style and. Uh, or I guess filmmaker and then a movie of his. It reminded me of a Jim Jarmusch movie. Mm. Of like it's black and white. It's kind of slow. It's just like taking place in a city at night where like people are. It reminded me of like Dead Man, which is like a Johnny Depp Jim Jarmusch movie where it's just kind of like him in the West Frontier, just kind of like doing stuff without a lot of like stakes. Um, and then it also reminded me of. Uh, no, only lovers left alive, which is the Jim Jarmusch <laughs> vampire, vampire movie, movie <laughs> with Tilda Swinton no, and Tom Hiddleston. No shit, this this reminded you of a different vampire movie, except <laughs> that that movie is so fun, and they play with the concept of vampires being like, what if? I mean, kind of in the same way that What We Do in the Shadows does, and it's funny because I just watched the episode of What We Do in the Shadows where Tilda Swinton guest stars. And basically looks exactly like her character from Only Love- Lovers Left Alive. Be even better. Except if she that her just... name is Tilda. It, her name in the show is Tilda, <laughs> but she looks like the character of Eve from that movie. Um, but that movie is so fun because it just plays with like these super talented old fucking vampires from like very different time periods that are just like over it, and they're just like cool rock star vampires who are just like. Hmm. I've done everything. I was so bored. And that's fun. I thought that movie was very fun. And this movie is just kind of like very straightforward and not nearly as like invigorating as I would hope a movie about this kind of empowered woman vampire just like roving the streets for victims that are asshole men would be. I was like, there's got to be more asshole men for you to feed on. And I want to see it. I was really Especially hoping because... it'd be like a promising young woman, but with a vampire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I was mm-hmm. just like, there's almost no vengeance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where's the vengeance? Where's the bloodbath? 
Yeah, I just wanted Show it to be grosser. Show me the bloodbath. <laughs> that famous line from Jerry Maguire. <clears throat> Classic. Yeah. Um, um, I, there, I, I did think that it was just, like, this, it was just very stylistic. Um, yeah. Which I, I feel like that was way more... Like, it, it seemed to me like uh, the director was, like, way more invested in, like, showcasing her stylistic eye than telling a story. I mean, yeah, it, it felt like there's also a vampire short in Parisia Tem that's also kind of reminded me of. It just, like... Is it this? So, that I was reading after I watched the movie while we were waiting forever... Okay. For what you were to join we waiting call. for, Colin? <laughs> I'm not aware of what you were waiting for. I wasn't here for that. We were waiting so long for you to join this call. But anyway, I was looking it up, and apparently this uh, was a short film that screened at a bunch of festivals, and then she got into, like, the Sundance program and built it out mm. into a feature. Mm. And it, like, oh, it super feels like a short that was stretched out to a feature (laughs) now that you mention it that makes a lot of sense (laughs) yeah we can compare it to bottle rocket exactly that whole conversation we had about bottle rocket of like some things are better as shorts like if it's not enough story for a feature that's okay like you can have a really fucking solid short yeah but like when you try to extend it out it like does feel like there's not enough there you have to build you have to build. Right, which I think goes back to what I was saying. Like, once I found that out, I was like, oh, this makes way more sense. Because, like, she had already told the story mm-hmm. she wanted to tell in right. the short version. So now, with her building it out was, rather than building out the story, was just building out, like, the artistic component of it. And, I like, I do think that this movie yeah. looked really cool. And, like, there were a lot of sequences yeah. that were, like, really dope. And, like... I, there was one where, like, he's just driving the car and, like, some weird music is playing. And I was like, this just straight up looks like a Tarantino sequel. Like, this just 100%. Yeah. Like, she absolutely was doing a Tarantino homage in that sequence. So it's like, you can tell that she she knows what she's doing. It's just, like, yeah. a bummer that the story wasn't quite as good as everything else, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of um, French New Wave Mm-hmm. influences mm-hmm. in terms of composition of shots i feel like oh that just was like the douchiest thing to ever come out of my mouth but there was <laughs> no if you want to compare this to alphaville which is another french wave new, new yeah. wave movie that like feels like there's not a ton of story there mm-hmm. and it's mostly just like driving from spot to spot walking around at night talking about things but not really seeing those things which is yeah, fine if there's, like, more to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I also thought the lighting of this movie was fantastic. There's, like, nothing wrong with yeah. the lighting at all. The best showcase of that is the club scene where he's on ecstasy, I think. Yeah. And it's, like, the light is so sharp. And it's, like, when it's black and white, you really got to lean into the light and dark and the contrast. Mm-hmm. And, like, that does it really well. But... Yeah, like, it's a lot of us enjoying how something looks, but not much more than that in those sequences. Um, Because even meeting by, like, the power plant later, visually it looks cool. Like, it's a cool location to have this, like, meetup. But that scene, like, he pierces her ears and then she leaves. She she doesn't like a burger and then she leaves. 
So it was like, okay, but like, what else are we doing? <laughs> what more could we do with this concept or these characters? Do we know where this was filmed? Because it looked California. A lot, I was gonna say it looks like L.A. Really? Uh, yeah, it was filmed in Taft, California. Okay. Wow. I kept being like, man, Iran looks so much like LA. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, some of these neighborhoods just look like 1960s, 1950s neighborhoods. That's weird in America. Um, well, that makes sense. And also the fact that it's a bad city does mean it can kind of take place out of time and place. Yeah. Though like the license plates were clearly in, uh, Farsi, I guess would be Iranian. Arabic? Arabic? I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure Persian? Writing. I think it's Persian. Mm-hmm. Persian. Well, Persian's also Farsi, I thought. <laughs> look at us. <laughs> oh, it is. We, yeah, they're, we the look at... they're the same. Yeah. Um, <laughs> see, I was right. I'm sticking by what I said originally. Look it looked you. like Farsi or, yeah, potentially like Arabic writing. I'm not sure if Farsi is the written language or just the spoken language. That I'm not sure about. Anyway... Uh, interesting that it was just filmed in California, which also makes sense if it was like a Sundance lab. Mm-hmm. That's production. what I was asking, yeah. Mm, interesting. Because mm. I kept being like, man, wow, it looks almost exactly the same. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. 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 Oh, wow. Out of wow. curiosity, though, uh, getting back to style, I don't know if this is something that is just like me. But with uh, a lot of digital cam, like this was filmed on digital. Sure. In a lot of digital cameras, you don't get the depth of field that you get with like a film camera. And so yeah. when they would, when, like, I think it's done as a style choice here, but when they go from one person to the other person, you're changing focus. Like you can't yeah. get them both mm-hmm. in focus, which I know you can with certain lenses, but I kept being like, it was more obvious the flaws of digital in this movie than in in other movies yeah but i was like is that something that just annoys me or is that something that annoys i wouldn't say it annoys me but it is something that like definitely stood out to me like i noticed it regularly yeah i feel like it just it annoys me in the sense that it takes me out of the movie yeah unless it's a stylistic choice that is like when you rack the focus, suddenly something is, like, very clear and scary. Right. Which, like, they did it when she's walking and following the guy. Or, like, she walks past him and he turns around and sees her standing there. Mm-hmm. They, like, rack the focus so that you're like, okay, now I see her silhouette. But that also didn't have as, like, a big of an impact because, like, you know she's standing there and you know what she looks like. And, like, that's not that scary. So, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I could see that being a weird thing. Also, the fact that it's Bad City and that it's a black and white movie reminded me of Sin City. I thought but that in too. In no yeah. way besides that. <laughs> <laughs> Literally that one thing exclusively. <laughs> yeah. Though I think somebody gets their finger bit off in Sin City as well. So Oh, I, I think you're right. Uh, and also Nicholas Stoll gets his dick shot off in that movie. And then ripped off. Yeah. I'd also just like to apologize to our listener. My dog is chewing on a Kong right now, and I don't know if you can hear it. I can't hear it. Well, but your mic isn't in the room. That's true, I guess. Yeah. Mm, That's true. (laughs) Sorry, listener. 
Well, the um, dogs I'm babysitting are being good right now, so I'm going to knock on wood good. and hope that that keeps happening. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a ton of notes for this. I had interesting pacing as a note, because that, I think, meant slow. Um, and then... <laughs> You're trying so hard to be diplomatic. I just, I don't think it's a bad movie. I don't but think, I, oh, no, I think, think it's a bad I. movie. And, like, that kind of goes back to my other choice for this festival, which was Fast Color, which also was, like, conceptually an interesting concept, a good cast, solid style and choices. And then, like, again, the story wasn't really that interesting or built out or, like, complicated. And I think the the movies that I tend to feel the most compelled by are the ones that I'm like, what is this story? And, like... It's like layers of people's motivations kind of ruining each other's motivate, like ruining each other's ambition and stuff. And like this all just kind of like went well, basically, which is kind of what Fast Color was like. It's like they met up, they like argued a little bit about like, I didn't want to use my powers and now I want to use my powers. And then it's like, and now we know how to use our powers. And it's like, okay, so, all right. Uh, But. And then the other note that I had was just the, I thought the the scene, which I thought went on a little too long, uh, but I do think it was, like, visually a cool scene, and then in the end what they did with, with it was cool. It was, like, when she's playing the record at her apartment, yes. and he walks up behind her, and you, you're like, is she going to bite him? And instead she just listens to his heartbeat, and the sound mix just goes to his heartbeat. I was like, this is cool. that Because it's, like, a nice moment of, like, she is hearing what she wants from him his heart beating that blood around his body well especially because like she i do think that that scene took a little too long yeah. <laughs> there was like a good like 30 to 45 seconds where he wasn't even in the frame at all and then he just like slowly walked across the frame <laughs> i was like okay i think we can speed this up a little bit but when he finally got there and she like turned around to look at him and she, like, tilted his head back. And you're like, oh, fuck. And then she didn't do that. I was like, oh, that's that's an interesting subversion. Um, and then, like like you said, the the switch to just hearing his heart beating was, I thought was really cool. Uh, which also yeah. reminds me, my only other note, uh, dope fucking soundtrack. <laughs> Great soundtrack. The soundtrack yeah. was so good for this movie. Like, basically every single time there was music, I was like, hell yeah. But that one song in particular, I was like, oh, this is extremely my jam. Like, this sounds like something I'm very interested in. (laughs) To the point where the movie ended and I fast-forwarded to the credits to get to, like, the the music list. And I was like, what is this song? (laughs) And so it's like, I pulled up the soundtrack and popped around based on, like, the song titles and the performers. And found it. It's called uh, Death by White Lies. And I will be listening to that at work tomorrow. The show. Yeah, I I I love death. (laughs) (laughs) A girl, a girl truly does. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the soundtrack was good, and what was I going to say? I was going to say something about that moment where, oh. Okay, so again, we did this with Fast Color too, and I probably shouldn't do this, but I think I would be interested in a movie titled this, about this subject, being about how she is just like whipping through 
gross men and is like fine with it she's just like they're all they all suck they all treat women and me like garbage and i'm just gonna like take them out and then if they like made this guy a very compellingly like nice or like a like a, a person that suddenly makes her think twice again I also don't know if that's what we needed from this movie, but, like, they made it a romance story. And so then it's like, well, then I guess you need to, like, do a little bit more with it. But in any case, like, if he was a decent guy who, like, literally gave his car away that he loved because he wanted to, like, protect his father and seemed like a pretty good guy in general from what we did see. But, like, for her to choose to leave this life to go with him... I think needed to be more of a story about like opening yourself up and trusting somebody after like not trusting some like like, men in general. I mean, that's literally the plot of the first like two thirds of Promising Young Woman. (laughs) I mean, it's just like. It basically, this just needed to be Promising Young Woman. I was going to say, like, I get where you're coming from that, but you're just describing Promising Young Woman. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's what I thought this movie was going to be, and it turned out not to be. Like, so. the vampire version of Promising Young that's, Woman. I thought it was going to be that, too. Yeah. Um, I was also thinking in terms of, like, because you were like, I mean, I, I didn't I didn't hate this movie by any means. And, like, if right. we were to look at shorts that have gone on to be, like, movies, this is way better than Bottle Rocket. Wow, okay. Interesting. I think that's probably true. As far as, like, this is a singular piece of uh, cinema, even if it's slow, like I said, it feels like a Jim Jarmusch, and everyone fucking loves Jim Jarmusch, and, like, (laughs) mostly I think his black and white stuff's kind of boring. But, like, (laughs) Bottle Rocket does kind of feel like, where are we going? How long are we here for? I would be very curious to see the short version of this. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, didn't we do that in the first year? We did Short we Term did. 12 and the Short Term 12 movie. Yeah. Yeah, Short Term 12 a is a good one. We, yeah, Tierney's had a few. Mine shorts. were like Wallace and Gromit. Well, you did a Wallace and Gromit, but you also did a. Six Shooters, the Martin McDonough one. Was it, you did a Martin McDonough one, yeah. Martin McDonough. Martin McDonough. That movie's good, but he didn't make that into a. Uh, yeah, he just uh, left that as it was. Because that's all it was. It was like a a nice little bit of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> that if he if he'd made that bigger, it wouldn't be wouldn't be that good. I am so excited that Barry Keoghan is in the the new Martin McDonough. It's like the perfect mashup. I think Colin Farrell might be too. Oh, no. look that up. I'm listening. Yeah. Uh, oh shit, you guys! I totally cute. forgot that uh, Martin McDonough is dating Phoebe Waller Bridge. Wait, what was that, Colin? I forgot that Martin McDonough is dating Phoebe Waller Bridge. Well, you know oh, what? Shit. I haven't. <laughs> but wouldn't you want to just like hang out with them while they're on a date or something? I would love to be a fly on that wall. <laughs> just the dialogue between the two of them back and forth. Um. Oh, what I said, Tierney, okay, the... uh, was that you like Barry Keown. You love Barry Keown. I do like him. So the uh, cast is Brennan Gleeson, Colin Farrell, Barry Keown, and someone named Carrie Condon. 
Gary Condon. That Gary name is Condon. really familiar. Oh, it's going to be filmed in Ackle Island, too. Oh, this just sounds so good. <laughs> I know exactly where Gary that is. Condon is. It's, in, it's on the northwest coast of Ireland. It's called the Banshees of Inisharan. And it's sure <laughs> looks it's a conflict it says a conflict between two friends arise when one of them abruptly ends their friendship Ooh. oh it's gonna be so good it's gonna be juicy with barry keon who loves to stir the shit yeah <laughs> his favorite thing i feel anyway. like i i feel like <clears throat> the trailers shouldn't have the trailers for the eternals should not have shown him because I feel like there's just definitely going to be a twist in that movie where he's working with the bad guys, right? Like, yeah, like there's no fucking the way. Yesterday. Oh, he just was like, nah. <laughs> nah yeah, and somebody good. posted. Somebody posted. Barry Keogh not showing up for the Eternals premiere is a very Druig thing to do, and his name in the movie is Druig. And then he just screenshot that and posted. I saw it that. Instagram story. <laughs> yeah. He's such a little imp. He's such a little like naughty, mischievous little rascal. But uh, like he needs a spanking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you going to spank him, Matt? Yeah. No, yes, I'm going to spank. Him. <laughs> I don't know that I would really want to go to a Marvel premiere. I don't blame him. <laughs> Can you imagine how overwhelming that would be? It would Everyone be, would be like, "Have you I met Spider-Man?" Screaming, shouting. People asking questions of you, flashing lights, and just noise. I think I would. I was in Walgreens. I was in Walgreens. <laughs> okay, but I feel like Marvel is like times a million. Well, just uh, don't be in a Marvel movie then. Well, <laughs> like, I'll just keep. keep so being... far, I've been successful. Okay, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying turn it down. You. If they offer it, Tierney, <laughs> you gotta turn it I'm down for You're him. Like, well. just keep being weird and creepy in indie movies. Like, that's your lane, and you're great at oh, it. Oh, that. Oh, bad. Anyway. Anyway, I don't know if we have much more to say. About I have this nothing more movie. to say. Let's the, let's go to the categories. Here we go. Let's burn, baby, burn. <laughs> just so clearly ready to be done. <laughs> uh, tattoo ideas. I say I mean, so sex on the neck. I was gonna say, like, when I'm watching a movie, <laughs> and like sometimes I do this, sometimes I don't. Um, as is very apparent. Um, but as I was watching this movie, I was like, Ooh, that'd be a fun idea for a tattoo. Oh, that'd be a fun one. And so the first thing I noticed was the little Pac-Man that he has on his neck. Ooh. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. But I, I mean, and there's like some other ones that, you know, whatever, but the obvious winner is just the word sex right on the front <laughs> of my neck. <laughs> but it's like not even done that well. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> you don't scroll. Like every time you see the tattoo, too. it's. it's like the like the letters aren't perfect and like they're not spaced right and they're kind of like tailing off and it's just like yeah that feels right like not only are you gonna get the word sex tattooed on your neck but you're gonna get it done very shittily (laughs) like yeah you could also get the tattoo just just, like mustache with a five inch gap in between (laughs) if either of you shave off your beards and don't do that and send us a picture that's it the podcast is over okay good the friendship is over the podcast is over (laughs) yeah (laughs) quit on the spot so either have Um, a beard for the rest of your life or shave off a giant gap in the middle and send us a picture show it off 
God, it was so bad. It, that, it was, oh, God, it was rough. And also, like, they, they should have killed him faster or taken longer to kill him so that we were like, God, somebody bite yeah. this guy's throat out. <laughs> um, or I think also, like, her silhouette with, like, the black and white striped shirt would be kind of fun. Yeah. I thought her, like, little outfit was very cool. That, like, that shirt was her, like, killing shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dope. isn't that what Dexter had? Yeah, Dexter had, like, an outfit that he would murder in. Yeah, Hannibal also had a murder suit. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yes, he did. He just had, like, plastic that he would wear over whatever suit he was nah, wearing. Nah, bitch. Nah, bitch. Because I looked... Oh, he had a murder tie. But the murder tie usually went with a suit. And I looked for that murder tie everywhere to try to find exactly <laughs> the same kind of tie. And I couldn't. And I got, like, close enough. And I was like, this is not the same. I'm so depressed. <laughs> But, oh like, God. Brian Fuller posted about the murder tie, and there's articles about it. Do your fucking research on Hannibal. <laughs> um, I think we're not talking about her tongue. Her <laughs> um, Would you guys watch this movie on an airplane? I mean, if I needed to fall asleep. False. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Brutal. Yeah, I'm right there with you, T. Um, Spurl out here. I wouldn't, though. It's brutal. God bless you. <laughs> um, would you guys spend time on this film set? <laughs> I think I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Um, God, I hope I don't meet these people ever in real life. <laughs> So, uh, the other category is the, um, whatever I named the Zoom chat that we're currently on. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, which this week, oh, fuck, what was it? Hold, please. Uh, uh, I was going to look it up. Wow. Uh, this week's was an Aria wanders around Bravos while blind. So, that was... <laughs> <laughs> All based on a, a girl. <laughs> based on <laughs> a girl. Just the fact that just, it was a girl. Just a little relevant Game of Thrones humor for those out there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Just, on a somewhat related note, I just when I, I so I watched this movie on Shutter, and I just is wanted that like to read... you just watch it and like the shutter of a camera is just like it's like one of those flip books where you go yep. through them, it's just like just like Christopher Nolan intended. Intended? Yeah. In the movie Tended. <laughs> um, I just wanted to read the first little uh, line of this uh, shutter blurb. Uh, quote, the first Iranian vampire western. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's probably the first. Is there a second? Like, <laughs> like, also western? What? <laughs> I guess because it's filmed in the West. I suppose um, some of the cinematography shots are kind of Western. Yeah, there's supposedly a lot of like spaghetti Western influences. Yeah. I mean, there's not fam- hardly any blood though. I'm not familiar no, but with like spaghetti the, Western, so. Spaghetti Western is like a certain way of filming. Right. Yeah. But like the body pit is very Western, and then you have all okay. the streets. At like I was gonna say at night because obviously, uh, <laughs> and those are all filmed like westerns. But 
all sorts of things. Yeah, I'd say cinematography-wise it probably is, but certainly not plot-wise. Yeah. But anyway, I just thought that that was very funny. The first, yeah. the first arraignment is like some iconic thing that needs to be like anointed. It's like, okay. Yeah. No one's ever done it before. Um, and no one has since. Then the only other category is Oscars. This didn't get nominated for anything. I don't think we're that surprised. No. I mean, I'm sure it could have been in the conversation for foreign language, but also like, I'm not fighting I'm not fighting for it either. Although I will say that, like, I feel like the best foreign language feature category has gotten a little weirder in recent years, which I'm mm. very on board with. Including the fact that this year we could mm-hmm. have Tatane versus Lamb, which would be fucking awesome. <laughs> like, yeah. Fucking cars. Literally fucking a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I thought like, you were saying fucking cars, like, uh,. Hell yeah, I cars. Hate that Pixar the movie. Pixar movie. Fucking cars. <laughs> I still think that they shouldn't have put the eyes in the windshield. They should have put the eyes in the fucking headlights like we all know cars have their eyes. This is a the car's eyes are their are their headlights. This is like a Colin level take on cars. I swear to God, if they don't make the next cars and put the eyes in the headlights. Oh god. But no. <laughs> Um, that's it. opinion I have. We did it. Wow. A girl walked home alone at night and she killed a couple people, but not enough people. Only a couple. To satisfy. Happily ever after. To satisfy Matt and Colin's October bloodlust. <laughs> it would have been cooler if she killed that little boy too. And then the boyfriend was like, you just killed that kid? And she's like, I was so thirsty. And he's like, all right, that's fine. Yeah. That's he's like, out. me too. Let's get it on. Yeah. I, what do we think that, like, what do we think is their their story after the movie ends i guess she's just gonna eat other people no i think, think that she's gonna turn be him together and for a... gonna... oh <laughs> i was gonna say they're gonna be together for a little bit and then she's gonna kill him <laughs> that was kind of yeah. my thought yeah. I was like, this doesn't seem sustainable. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. No. He's meat soon. But, um, yeah. What have you guys been up to lately? Um, well, I can go first, I guess. Yeah. I watched all of the Daniel Craig James Bond movies. Oh, uh, that- including the new one again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh it makes I've seen a lot it more now. sense we can talk about it yeah makes a lot more sense uh having watched specter more recently mm. to be clear it made sense before but now it's like oh bigger picture yeah mm-hmm. i i had only seen specter the one time in theaters and i remember just like absolutely hating it we all saw it together i don't all of us were like did you, i don't know if tierney saw it with us you and i saw it together i think justin was with us mm. I feel like I might have been. We were at the Arclight. I feel like we were too. I remember we all went to the Arclight and we were all like, ugh, not only did we see a movie that sucked, but we paid way too much for a not that cool of an experience. (laughs) Anyway, I just remember hating that movie. And so I was talking to my parents and they were like, they've only seen a couple of the Daniel Craig Bond movies. And so they were like thinking about maybe going to see No Time to Die. And I was like, eh, you can probably skip Spectre. It's not that good. And I saw Spectre, or I saw No Time to Die, and I texted him, I was like, all right, so you definitely have to watch Spectre. (laughs) Unfortunately, you will have to do it. 
There was um, a dude in my in this showing uh, who, like, uh, first of all, came in with his nose coming out of his mask, and I was like, "Put your dick back in your underwear, man!" And then was like, had a thing of red vines just so he could like make it look like he was eating and then not wear a mask the whole time. Fucker! Oh my god! Which would have been fine if he didn't have a disgusting cough. Oh. But then at the end, I just heard like a sniffle and I look over and his hands were like the guy from Pan's Labyrinth, just like on his eyes as he was sobbing. Just sobbing? (laughs) What a baby. I think you were going to say it would have been better if he choked on the red vine. Oh, God. (laughs) He was also like in his 60s and like all... uh, white men in their 60s was wearing like cargo shorts and those new balance shoes <laughs> yeah wow a true spies uh outfit when i saw no time to die in theaters somebody came in a 007 shirt huh. under a 007 jacket with a 007 face mask wow and then behind me somebody was like well, you know, James Bond, uh, there's a different actor every time. So they've been doing these for about uh, about 60 years. And uh, so this one is Daniel Craig. And I was like, has someone here never heard of James Bond? And also, is this guy the one who's going to deliver all of James Bond to them? And he was like, yeah, usually there's like gadgets. And uh, sometimes there's like a fun oh. car stuff. And I was like, what's happening? How are we here together tonight? Who's with you? Um, Didn't you also sit next to someone who, like, threw their drink in, like, the first few minutes? Oh, yeah. Tierney. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Tierney did. Two different jump scares that were, like... Okay, so nothing jumped out at me. So I need you to tell me what are the things that made you... It's when she looks up and he's just in the window and there's, like, a duh sound. Yeah. And I threw okay. my drink. And Tyrion said, oh, fuck. And no, I said, Jesus drink. fucking Christ. Because <laughs> I was still cursing after the moment had passed. Yeah. <laughs> the second time I think I yelled, oh, fuck. Yeah, just very jumpy. Colin, were you able to guess what, what line made me slide out of my chair? No. And again, no spoilers for our listener. Uh, we're gonna we spoil say... a line. <laughs> we're gonna spoil a line from No Time to Die. If if our listener doesn't want to hear it, skip I mean, ahead. A... <laughs> okay, yeah, skip fifteen seconds ahead. Okay, go. You have to do it now, or else the fifteen seconds are gonna be over. It was it was the line where he he goes, "This is my," and then mouths the word family. I was oh. like, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. she liquefied. <laughs> All I heard was. <laughs> And the person in front of us was like, oh, Did someone's water break? <laughs> yeah. The floor's sticky all of a sudden. Oh. I thought parts of it were very good. And I thought some of it was pretty bad. Wow. Wow. Like, bad. Interesting. Like the whole like virus thing. Like I didn't have a problem with the virus, but like Rami Malek's characters. Well, I mean, he, I like have the a whole, with his character. Yeah, like, the whole character and, like, the fact that he, like, the fact that he started the movie just, like, hell-bent on revenge for, like, vengeance for his family getting killed is like, okay, cool, that checks out. But then he's just like, oh, now that I've done that, I'm just gonna 
become a like a virus vendor <laughs> i was like what the fuck like i and just thought that was like 30 years i thought that was just so weird and stupid and didn't really make any sense and i was like okay <laughs> so but the honor to armor stuff was great check out right it just like is so weird yeah. <laughs> just, i like, just suspended okay. belief <laughs> like, um honor to armis sequence was great yeah incredible lashana lynch was so good mm-hmm. as yeah. 007 and like time to die just kick make another bond movie with her <laughs> you can just yeah. do it it's like you, it's like come on what are we doing here also just the fact that like women had agency in this movie was mm-hmm. like wonderful for me to watch <laughs> yeah yeah and it wasn't just secret agency Oh. oh god tyranny what else have you been up to lately <laughs> um uh just some reading i started uh the next book in the thursday murder club uh also narrated by um oh my god what is her name leslie manville and Ooh, oh yeah Our i'm girl. only like an hour in but it's wonderful to be back with these characters that i haven't heard since march <laughs> haven't heard <laughs> That's well because the book came out a couple years ago but i just read it this year um i think that's all that's it i mean james bond uh, was that's like six movies yeah that's <laughs> that was the commitment and all Five. those movies are so fucking long too except, <laughs> except for quantum solace which yeah. is 80 minutes <laughs> in and out apparently that was during the writer strike which might yeah, also explain true. why there's a lot to be desired <laughs> mm-hmm. i so the quantum meant the quantum of time that they didn't have to write the script <laughs> um one of my complaints with mission impossible fallout was that it was just too long and should have been split out into two movies i think I've, we, at least matt and i have had this conversation before but when i was doing my james bond rewatch <laughs> this time around i was like oh if they would have done that then we would have had a casino royale quantum of solace situation so just kidding i'm glad they kept it all one movie uh-huh. actually true <laughs> very good point like, the pacing right. of mission impossible fallout though is really good to where yeah, it's it... never ending to the point where you're like can i just get five minutes without someone running for their lives <laughs> i think matt just killed a roach not a roach, a fly. Don't Matt, spread lies about Matt's my Matt's a roach. California baby now. He's got roaches. Aww. I am afraid of ha- of seeing roaches. Uh, and I saw one scurry across one night when I was walking on the street. And I was like, oh, God, a roach. Did I tell my you guys? My was like, yeah, they're going to come around here now. And I was like. <laughs> I once saw them eating each other uh, yeah, outside I've of them. That That's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> They That's, were pretty big, too. This is in Arizona, so they were, like, that big. Yeah, the Arizona ones are truly ghastly. They're because like, they don't die off. They just live yeah. year-round. I've seen one running around that was, like, fully smashed and just, like, leaking white goo. Oh. And I was like, this is a nightmare hellscape. When you said it sucks. I saw one running around fully smashed, in my mind I was thinking drunk. Drunk. Like, and then it was like just checked into a bar and was like, I think... Hey, I'm not going to drink here? We don't serve roaches here. I'm just fucking, like walking down the sidewalk, care. just all sorts of zigzag. Gets into his car stop and drives and away. Is this my lift? Is this my lift? Am I getting in this lift? 
I'm basically picturing Plankton from Spongebob. Yeah. 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 But with like one wing out and one wing tucked. And he's like, oh, fuck. I'm fucking bearded. Yeah. What were you going to say, Colin, about roaches? I don't know if I was going to say anything about roaches. (laughs) Did I tell you? You said, did I tell you guys? Yeah, not about roaches. Um, so my sister and brother-in-law um, bought a new house, and I had been storing uh, my grill at their house. Like, so when I moved out here, I just, like, like, by, and by grill, you mean your tooth yes. grill? Like yes. The, I'd just been storing grill. it at their house, because I didn't have room for it in my apartment. So. <laughs> in my mouth? You didn't yeah. have room for it in my mouth? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh-huh. But anyway, so they sold their, uh, or so they were, like, moving, and I was like, all right, fine, I can bring it and store it at my apartment. And so I went over to their house, and we were going to move the grill, and we I took the cover off of it to, like, try and clean it up, because we hadn't used it in several years, and there was a giant fucking Black Widow spider just, like, chilling on the grill. <laughs> and my sister She's like, ready hates, for dinner. Yeah, like, my sister hates spiders just so much, so she was extremely out. Like, she saw it and was just like, nope, and <laughs> she just, like... <laughs> Out. And then my brother-in-law was like, is it still alive? And he, like, grabbed a twig and kind of, like, poked it. And it just scurried away. And we're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, we did murder it. Uh, it. It is no longer alive. But I was like, oh, cool. I you was blissfully unaware zoo. of Black Widow spiders existing in Colorado. But apparently they're here. So that's something that I have to contend with for the rest of my life. So <laughs> Beautiful killers. Just like Scarlett Johansson in the movie Black Widow. Um, Matt, what have you been up to lately? <laughs> um, I was uh, staying with my brother when I was in Chicago, and we watched a lot of Arrested Development again. Uh, and then like you stopped after the, the third season? We sure did. That's exactly what we did. Um, and so I watched that. Um, oh, my God. What else have I watched? Or Oh, <laughs> I don't want to step on your toes, Colin. Uh, but I watched the first episode of season three of Succession twice, uh, and boy howdy, is the dialogue good. It is so fun and so brutal. They're just the worst people, and they say everything. It it is like Aaron Sorkin, if Aaron Sorkin... Uh, was Sorkin my dick? <laughs> <own> di- <laughs> yeah, like Sorkin, Sorkin my own dick. <laughs> oh, Megan Amram. Uh, yeah, it, it's just like it's such sharp dialogue and so brutal. And like one of the lines that I was just like, I just appreciate the the poetry of it is when uh, Roman tells Shiv like, yeah, well, like something about like. Yeah, we can't be pussies about it. And then she's like, I eat red meat. And then, like, keeps talking. And I was like, this is such a good rebuttal to, like, somebody saying you're not tough enough. is to just say, I eat red meat. It's just crazy posturing. Everyone is just posturing. Yeah, Logan, uh, Roman being like, do you want me to ride in the car with you, Dad? And Logan just going, do you want to suck my dick? dick. He says to his son while the sexual allegations come pouring. Yeah, like, 
it's just such good sharp dialogue my friend texted me there's so many lines there's so many lines but my friend texted me one and i was just crying when i read his text the other day if your hands are clean it's because your whorehouse also does manicures yeah (laughs) i didn't catch that the first time and the second time i was like oh my god yeah um God, I'm so fucking glad to have that show back. Like, mm-hmm. I missed it, but I didn't realize how much I missed it until I was sitting down to watch the new episode, and I was like, my God, this is great. <laughs> yeah. I still gotta see I think, it. Oh, it's I think so it's good. like a roller coaster where, like, you really gotta climb that first season of, like, understanding who these garbage people are to the just enjoy the ride of them twisting each other's lives uh into total chaos uh very rewarding oh i'm ex- very excited for the season and sunday nights baby hbo insecure succession curb, curb your enthusiasm what a fall i, we're s- in for. I saw a tweet today <laughs> that was like um, like an interview that Entertainment Weekly or something did with uh, one of the producers of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And they were talking about this 11th season. And the producer said something to the effect of like, yeah, when we were all stuck at home, um, you know, we weren't really doing anything. We weren't really seeing anybody. It caused a lot of us to like do some self-reflection and introspection. Um, but that is not the case for Larry David. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. This new season is gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that's basically all I did. Um, I have a lot of TV to catch up on. I'm planning on catching up with like Ted Lasso, Why the Last Man, um, What If, uh, just like a bunch of shows that I have to wrap up on. Um, but yeah, did I watch something else? No, I don't think I did. Yeah, that's all. Um. So I haven't been watching a lot of movies. I've mostly been watching baseball. The Red Sox are somehow still in the playoffs. So God bless me in Boston. Um, like the city of Boston. <laughs> Just the drunk assholes that are running around. Um, but I did see the Bond movies. Um, I also watched The Rescue, which was the documentary about the Thai cave rescue from a few years ago, which is fantastic. Um, would recommend. Try to get to You said you cried? I did cry. Uh, I mean, it like looks we all know really good. We all know what happens, like, <laughs> and so when it happens, I was just like, sobbing. I don't know what happens. What? what? I mean, you know, like, okay. Like, Do I'm you gonna, remember this? I'm happening? gonna spoil like real life I from thought... three years ago. Like, they all get out. They get saved. Okay. And then when but they get saved, there... I'm crying. <laughs> wasn't there a collapse though that nobody got out of recently? Oh, I don't know about that. But this movie is literally called The Rescue. In a Thai cave? I don't know if it was Thai. I think it was a different, like, um, like a mining cave in maybe South America. I just remembered a collapse, and that one was a lot more grim, and the news was like, okay, we're not going to... That was shortly after, and I think most people got out. Okay. Okay, good. I'm going to Google it right now. Yeah, no, uh, the movie is called The Rescue. Spoilers, the well, children get rescued. <laughs> I thought it was about a dog that gets rescued. It was a um, rescue dog. But yeah, that was that was very good, I would recommend. I also saw Lamb, uh, which was not nearly as weird as I wanted it to be, but like mm. still kind of weird and would still be dope if a movie about a half-human, half-sheep child was nominated for an oscar that'd be dope <laughs> i mean shape of water one best <laughs> right. anything's anything's possible now 
I think, Matt, were you thinking of, this was like way back in 2010, but 33 people were trapped the in a mine for 69 miners. days. Nice. 69. They but, all lived. No. Okay, no. I remember one that was a lot more grim, so maybe I don't. I mean, that's I just pretty remember. grim. No, but I remember one where nobody got out. Okay. Yeah, this so is not that. that was, okay. Well, good. That's, <laughs> I'm so glad that they all survived. But yeah, I, I saw that the same day I saw No Time to Die, so I texted Matt and Tierney, and I was like, oh, cool, I've cried at two different movies in theaters today. <laughs> so. and, and you cried because Rami Malek... Uh, <laughs> Rami Malek just so... ruined the Bond franchise, and I was just so devastated. Like, God damn it, why? There's just so much <clears throat> he could have done with that character. And chose to be so flat. He yeah. played it a different way. Uh, but yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> anyway. I think his performance was the same as Billie Eilish's song for the movie. It's like you Billie Eilish's song was better. Huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, here's the hot take that I don't even think is that hot. Uh, you don't Adele's- like her? <laughs> I, I'm like I think Billie Eilish is fine. Like I appreciate that she's talented. She's not really my thing, but no. The the lukewarm at most take is that Adele is the only good. False. Yeah, Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell. No. Yeah, Chris Cornell's. You know my name is maybe Jack the best White's Bond is song also really good. No, I like Jack White, but that song doesn't do anything for me. Well, uh, literally, too, literally, Skyfall is the only one that I'm like, yeah. Everything else, I'm just like, eh. Oh, speaking. Yeah, you know my name, Skyfall. Uh, a Spectre song I re-listened to, and I was like, I think actually you're pretty good. And then Billy Eilish. You do love Sam Jack Smith. You've Jones. always been a giant Sam False. Smith. <laughs> I do not enjoy them that much. Uh, I find them kind of, kind of dull. Except Diamonds is a good song. I like their like, little bouncier, fun music. Sure. Also, it's kind of like a bit of a fuck you song, and those are always pretty fun. The diamonds in the sky. What? Like a diamond. Not, that's not. That's a very different. That's not Sam Smith. No. <laughs> no. JK. I know. Okay. I'm being a little bitch. <laughs> you're being. You're being a little stinker. Um, the I'm only other thing stinker. that I've done recently that I really want to plug again is uh, I watched the finale of Only Murders in the Building. Oh, I want to watch that. And too. it's that's another one so I fun. The finale is great. It's really funny. Like, the whole show is really funny, not just the finale. But the finale is really good. It ties everything up really nicely. And they, it's been renewed for a second season. I'm very excited. So, Well, isn't that nice? Would recommend. I know I've recommended it already, but now that the whole season's out there, go get in it. In the ether? It exists. Just go. In the also, air, t- in the cloud. <laughs> Tierney, I meant to text you the other day, but I got an email when I was at work in the middle of the day. It was like, there's been a new login from your, uh, your on your Hulu account, and it was like an iPad in Edson, Illinois. <laughs> I meant to text Tierney and be like, just watching shit at work. <laughs> I was on my lunch break. <laughs> I had, I had to cram Hulu? it in. I had, I had plans in the evening and I needed to get my bond in. <laughs> I have no. no judgment for people watching shit on their, on their lunch break. I just thought also, it was funny. <laughs> I don't have my own account. <laughs> I, I also like, I very clearly gave you access. I'm not mad about it. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I know. I got a thing that said that that password though appeared in a data leak. So you might want to change it. 
God, so uh, many people have that password, though. It's such a pain in the ass to change it. <laughs> anyway. For them. <laughs> I mean, it's only Hulu, but I don't know if you use that password for, like, your No, bank. no, no, I don't, I don't use that password. <laughs> I don't use what that is password, password for anything. Do you want to say it? <laughs> but, no, I've Here? given that Hulu login to so many people that if I change it, I'm going to have to, like, track down who has all that info. Queen no, also, you don't. Just, That's not your job. You just change it, and everyone will be like, hey, yeah. uh, They'll find you. you be like, oh, really? <laughs> Look who comes crawling back, and now I know who has access and who doesn't, so. Also, logging into Colin's Hulu is so much fun because... Very few of the profiles are people's actual names. <laughs> uh, that's always entertaining. Is mine Maddie Ice? Yeah, you're Maddie Ice. Nice. I believe mine Maddie is Tyrone. Tyrone. All, all lowercase. <laughs> I'm finished! <laughs> <laughs>